Explosive end of the first half that saw the Omaha Storm Chasers win 15 of their last 17 games and three straight series. The club heads into Monday trying to force a series split with the Iowa Cubs after winning just two of the first five games this week at Warner Park. By and large, the starting pitching has been really strong. Angel Serpa and Ryan Yarbrough opened the series with solid rehab starts, each pitching into the fifth inning. And Yarbrough struck out a Chasers single game high nine in his outing, including at one point a stretch of five straight punch outs. Max Castillo turned in his fourth quality start in his last six outings, and Jonathan Boland struck out seven behind opener Brad Keller to earn his second win in his many tries at the AAA level on Sunday. Even Cole Reagans left a good impression in his first outing with the Royals, throwing four scoreless in the second game of Sunday's doubleheader before Iowa surged ahead in the fifth. But the bats have been, for better or worse, pretty hot and cold, with a few bright spots throughout. Logan Porter has reached in all three games he's played this week to bring his career-best on-base streak to 28 games, the fourth longest in the minor leagues right now. Like he did last homestand, outfielder John Rafe has really stolen the show this series. He's reached base in all 14 games he's played with Omaha since getting called up from AA Northwest Arkansas with his 13 of 14 games. He's batted 429 this season with an on-base percentage over 500 and an OPS over 1,200 with 13 runs batted in, nearly one per game. And oddly enough, after a strong dream where he hit over 400, Tucker Bradley has the lowest batting average on the team this week but leads the Chasers with five runs batted in in the series against the Cubs. He's had a pair of big hits that were crucial runs of insurance at the time, an RBI triple on Thursday, and in the first game of Sunday's doubleheader, a three-run homer. The pitch. And high out to right field, Mastroboni back to the warning track at the wall. It's down! Tucker Bradley, a three-run shot to right field. Blows this one open. It's five nothing chasers in the bottom of the third. Angel Serpa heads to the mound Monday evening to try and work a series split for the Storm Chasers before Omaha turns around and hops on an early flight Tuesday morning to head out to Gwinnett to begin a six-game series against the Braves of Philly, the Stripers. For the Omaha Storm Chasers, I'm Nick Batters. The Naturals have experienced a reversal of fortune this week in Wichita after taking five of six last series. The wind surge took it to Northwest Arkansas to start the second half, with the Naturals dropping the first four games of this series. Tyler Tolbert homer to start off games on Wednesday and Thursday out of the leadoff spot, kicking off the series, but even with the early leads, the Naturals found themselves on the losing end of each of those games. Saturday, Tolbert provided some late-game drama to get the Naturals back in the left-hand column. Wichita took an early lead chasing starter Andrew Hoffman from the game in the second inning. TJ Sikama entered from the pen and while two inherited runners scored, the southpaw threw four and a third innings without allowing a run of his own to keep the game 4-0. Jason Guzman returned from the IL and helped the Naturals get on the board with a ground out in the fifth and he hit his sixth homer of the season in the seventh. In the ninth, Jimmy Govern drove in a run after grounding out to third for the second out of the inning and after Parker Bates walked to load the bases, Tolbert blasted off in a grand way. I won. Hit high in the air to deep right field. Fajardo going back, still back, looks up, and it's gone! The first grand slam of the season belongs to Tyler Tolbert, and the Naturals come all the way back in the ninth inning. The slam, totally second as a pro, gave the Naturals a 7-4 lead, with Steven Cruz firing a perfect bottom half of the ninth to secure the win. The Naturals and Wind Surge finish up their series today at 7.05 p.m. Central Time. Northwest Arkansas begins a series tomorrow with the Arkansas Travelers back at Arvis Ballpark. With the Northwest Arkansas Naturals saying Happy Independence Day from Riverfront Stadium in Wichita, Kansas, I'm Sean Murray. No team in the Midwest League was happier to turn the calendar than the Quad Cities River Bandits, who despite dropping three out of the first five against Wisconsin this week, 
won back-to-back games on Saturday for the first time since May and have outscored the Rattlers by five over the last three contests. Mason Barnett gave Quad Cities an early reason for optimism on Thursday, allowing just one run in a career-high seven-inning start. After throwing a strike just 56% of the time and walking nearly a batter per frame in May, Barnett has honed in on his command, tossing 66% strikes in June and giving out just three walks over his last 13 innings. Out of the bullpen, Wander Arias has also remained dominant and with a clean frame on Sunday, hasn't allowed a run in seven straight games, collecting nine strikeouts, just one walk, and 10 and a third scoreless innings since June 11th. At the plate, Quad Cities has seen a much needed power surge, including the efforts of 2022 River Bandit Diego Hernandez, who just two games into his rehab assignment has homered and tripled while back at Modern Woodman Park. Caden Wallace has also used the power button this week, slugging to a 12.28 OPS and five extra base hits, while falling just a single shy of the cycle in a win on Friday. However, the most memorable swing lately came on Saturday and happened to be perhaps the least powerful hit of the week. Shears versus Vaz. The payoff. Ground ball back up the middle. It's off Brown's glove. He bobbles the ball. Valdez comes in to score, and the Bandits walk it off. The ball never left the infield, and Quad Cities scores two to take home a 5-4 victory. After wrapping up a 12-game homestand in Davenport tonight, Quad Cities is off to Cedar Rapids for July 4th and game one of a six-game set against the Colonels. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kirchival. The Fireflies have had a rough week, but since our last report, they've had two seventh-inning comebacks that led to wins. Austin Charles hit a three-run double Thursday in the seventh to cap off a 4-3 to victory. The 19-year-old is 6-for-16 six with four doubles and seven RBI on the series versus the Green Jackets. We have to go all the way back to Sunday night for the other seventh-inning highlight when Hayden Dunhurst came to the plate down three with the bases loaded versus the Fredericksburg Nationals. Load the bases. 0-1. Smash to right field. Jonathan Thomas on his way back to the wall. He jumps up and it clears it. A grand slam for Hayden Dunhurst. And the Fireflies lead it 7-6. to six. His first hit in the Carolina League. May as well call him Mr. Clutch, Hayden Dunhurst. The big news yesterday was 2021 first-rounder Frank Mazzucato's promotion to Quad Cities. Mazzucato is everywhere on the Fireflies' all-time leaderboards and heads to high A with the most strikeouts in Fireflies history with 174. He also had 13 strikeouts April 18th versus Fayetteville, which is the most in a single game in Fireflies history. Tomorrow, the Fireflies journey to Charleston to start a six-game series with the River Dogs. From Columbia, I'm John Kosas.